Hello, my beautiful people, and welcome to the first podcast for Worth Losing Sleepover. I'm Yaslin, and I'm going to be your host. For today's episode, we're going to be um, tuning in on the Chinese drama, Accidentally in Love. This was actually my first drama that I've ever watched, so I thought it was appropriate to start off my podcast with this specific drama. So what I'm first going to be doing is I'm going to tell you what this drama is about, like the gist of it, and then you can decide maybe I want to watch this. Or maybe it's not worth watching and I'll just want to hear what I, what me, like Jocelyn, has to say about it. And so, yeah. So, this drama is about this girl. She's rich. She's the heiress of a rich family. And her name is Chen Qingqing. Yeah, Chen Qingqing. And she is wanting to escape from her grandfather because her parents died, so she wants to know what happened to them. Plus, she wants to escape from an arranged marriage. So she goes to the college where her parents graduated from, hoping to find like clues about how they actually died. And so, yeah, she's running away from that from her grandfather. So in order to like, go to college, to that college, she has to disguise herself. Um, so instead, she since she's really pretty, you know, she has to make herself complete three sixty, you know. Um, she can't look like herself. So what she does is she puts glasses, freckles. She turns her long, luxurious hair into short hair. And, like, it's her hairstyle is pretty funny. And there she meets this famous singer called Situ Fong. And I'm sorry if I'm butchering this, these names, but I really want to use their names. You know, I don't want to simplify them or anything. So his name is Situ Fong. And he's a famous singer who's stuck up, you know, thinks he's all that. Or maybe that's just how he comes across. Maybe he doesn't mean to, like, sound all that or anything. But that's just how I perceive him at first. And, you know, obviously they're desk mates. So they're always together in each other's business. And it's all about her. Like, since she does a 360, she actually has an identity crisis. Because now since she, like, goes completely, um, how do you say it, undetected because of how, how she looks like, you know, that thing called pretty privilege that most girls are talking about on TikTok, how, oh, when I, when they used to be like skinny and like, you know, guys would like go, go up all and talk to them, you know, be like, they would see them like, I don't know, fill up their gas and be like, oh yeah, let me help you fill up your gas, you know, like they'd, they'd get help and everything. And then, you know, if they gained a little bit of weight, you know, suddenly they weren't pretty because that's, that's unfortunately what society um standards are for beauty i don't know in asia i feel like they're they're way stricter you know you have to be certain like certain weights even if they don't even take into account your your bmi your body mass you know um so that's unfortunate and that's something we should look to change honestly because that that that's just wrong you know but we're getting off topic um she suddenly can be who she wants to be. She's very outgoing, very funny, very, very loyal, you know, something that she couldn't like really exercise with her grandfather since she was mostly isolated and, you know, always had to act a proper in certain way in front of, you know, other people who are of her, her status, I would say. And so Situ Fong being a singer, you know, like you can see like in K-pop singers, um, they're required to dress act you know and eat a certain way in order to appear to the their audience their their fans in a certain manner which is you know it's wrong you know how how we put these limits on on singers on on you know 
on our favorite artists, you know, how we have to, they're human too, you know, we have to realize that, that they can make mistakes too, you know, sometimes they, they like, you know, they, they also can gain some white people, um, but yeah, that's basically it, like, how they, they're stuck together, and, you know, they, they find out that they can, they can bring out the good in each other, they can finally be who they want to be around each other, and honestly, that, that's something you should strive for in a partner, someone who helps you be a better you, someone who helps bring out the good in you, someone who helps, like, helps you find yourself, honestly, and so, yeah, this brings that, like, school vibe, that, that feel-good vibe, you know, and all of that. And if you're interested in watching, I would greatly recommend it. It was my first drama, you know. It's it's a comedy. It's funny. Uh, there's some cross-dressing in there that he does that's really funny, you know. She acts like, she knows Taekwondo, so, like, she she acts like the man in the relationship, I should say. But it, it's pretty funny, you know. You also learn a lot. So if you're interested in watching, I would greatly recommend it. You can watch it on Netflix or you can watch it on YouTube, I would suppose, if you just search up Accidentally in Love. And uh, yeah, you can also watch on YouTube those videos where people make where they, they take clips from the dramas, you know, and then they put music over it. And they like kind of like showing you the whole drama in like 15 minutes or less. It, you should watch it. It's on YouTube, Accidentally Love. It, they're really good, you know. I, I have them saved on my YouTube, you know, the, the story of the, the main leads and like the second, like the supporting characters. Because, you know, there's like a second story, love story going around. And the second love story is actually really good, too. It's about, you know, classic bad boy, good girl, and how the good girl brings out the good in the bad boy, you know. But honestly, I feel like he wasn't a bad boy. He was just greatly misunderstood. But, you know, we can talk more about that. And so, yeah, if you're interested in watching, I would greatly recommend it. Okay, so I'm just going to be talking about the five, I would say, main characters, because there are obviously more characters since... Their story is a bit shorter. I would I'm gonna start with Lin Yin Yang and Fang Fang's story. So who are they? So honestly, let me just start off by how they're all connected. So before Chen Ching Ching and Fang Fang, which you know, Chen Ching Ching is the main character, female lead, and then Fang Fang is her roommate for college, you know, secondary female lead. Um, before they even came into the picture, Si Du Fang and Lin Yin Yang we're all friends, you know. So the main female lead, her name is Chen Ching Ching. The main male lead is Si Tu Fong. And the secondary, I would say, male uh, lead would be uh, Lin Yin Yang. Sorry if I butcher their names. I don't mean to. Uh, the second female lead is Fong Fong. And then there's Xin Ya, which I would say is a villain of the story. Uh, Xin Ya, Xin Ya's sister who Situ Fong and Lin Ying Yang both had a crush on Xin Ya's sister. And there was also this other girl, but, you know, she's not very important. But one day, uh, they were all, like, at the beach, and Situ Fong and uh, Lin Ying Yang were fighting over who was gonna take her somewhere. I forget where, maybe home. And so Situ Fong and Lin Ying Yang were fighting over that, and in the end, Situ Fong won, right? But he was driving too fast obviously he thinks he's invincible most teens do when you know they start driving they get their license they're like oh yeah i can drive super fast and whatever and you know i have the reflexes you know and then that's why they're mostly like 
and crashes. That happens. They crash. Kind of created like this gang, I would say. You know, it's just them three, but you know, they, they were like the most feared boys of the school. So when Chen Ching Ching went to, got to that college, her roommate, it was Fong Fong, or is Fong Fong. Fong Fong is actually this nice, quiet girl, you know, she she's poor, so she has to work part-time jobs. And she ended up working at one of Lin Yin Yang's family's restaurants, I would say. And, you know, she would see him there often. He would, you know, go get drunk, you know, because I feel like he would remember Qin Ya's sister and he would get depressed and everything. But before that, um, you know, everyone thought he was a bad. Slowly, since Si Tu Fong was always around Chen Ching Ching, and, you know, Lin Yang was always after Si Tu Fong, you know, he was always chasing him. So uh, he would always come across uh, Fang Fang because he realized, Lin Yang that in order to get to Si Tu Fong, he, you know, he, he started like kidnapping Chen Ching Ching, pestering her. So obviously, since Fang Fang is roommates with Chen Ching Ching and really be- like their best friends, they became best friends, he would always be around Fang Fang. And there was this one time where uh, his two other sidekicks or whatever, um, they actually kidnapped both Chen Ching Ching and Fang Fang, and he got mad that they actually captured Fang Fang, and he said sorry to her, which I like doubt anyone else has heard. And then since they were at the beach, they were... They they crashed and they went into the water and you know they could only save one and so they ended up saving Si Tu Fong and but she you know Xin Ya's sister died she drowned and since then since both Si Tu Fong and Lin Yin Yang both liked her Lin Yin Yang was so mad at Si Tu Fong that you know he let his love I would say at the time or his crush die but I feel like at that moment yeah Si Tu Fong felt bad but I feel like he didn't like her as much as Lin Yin Yang did because. Lin Yin Yang really got affected. He did a 360. He he actually was like, he was good, I would say. He did a 360, you know, he started wearing black to symbolize the bad boy vibe. He was, I would say, he became the bad boy of the story. And, you know, he got two two friends. Because at one, when they first met, Chen Ching Ching was actually drowning in the swimming pool. No. Yeah, he was drowning in the swimming pool. I don't know if this is when they first met, but I remember this scene. How she was drowning in the swimming pool, and he actually saved her. So, from then on, she was like, is he really this bad boy that everyone seems to, like... That everyone keeps saying that he is? So, from then on, I feel like she decided to make her own conclusions about him, not let anyone else's opinions about him. He, I feel like that's... I don't know. I don't know why he took an interest to her. Maybe it was because of her her kindness towards him. You know, even though he was known as a bad boy, you know, she didn't let other people's opinions of him uh, cloud her judgment. You know, like well, not cloud her judgment because obviously someone tells you, oh yeah, he's a bad boy. Stay away from him. You're gonna cl- you're gonna stay away from him. But like, she wanted to make her own conclusions about him because persuade her into thinking, oh yeah, he's a bad boy. That was just one good moment. You know, she actually wanted to see what he was about. What was all beneath all that layer layers and plus and she was poor um got a lot of part-time jobs to be able to pay for her studies so she ended up working at his family's restaurant you know and there was this one time where he came in he was all depressed he was drunk so what she did was you know she she gave him her sweater and she fed him some kind of soup or whatever for the next morning you know laid it out said paint this up when you wake up she wrote out a note you know and everything and from then on he he kind of realized that she she really cared for him even though he you know at the beginning he he didn't want to get close to her because he's a bad boy but then he realized that he wanted to be a part of fang fang's world 
he he wanted a change for the better. So since she is really smart, she's studious, studious, studious. Uh, she would always be at the library, you know, finals were coming up. And so she would be at the library. So he started going to the library. She he he started seeking for her help. And the more he went, the more he realized he wanted to be good. He wanted a change for her. He wanted to be he wanted to be that man that Fong Fong expected that she deserved and like so much more. So yeah, he's just greatly misunderstood because honestly he honestly I feel like he he was really misunderstood because he didn't want to be the bad guy just because you know I, I feel like all the, like the bullies honestly I'm not trying to defend them or anything but obviously they become bullies for a reason maybe because of their insecurities maybe because of what happened to them or I don't know honestly I'm not a psychologist but you know obviously something happened everything happens for a reason you know everyone has trauma I have trauma everyone ha literally has trauma you know he only messed with like C. Dufong, so I feel like he wasn't really the bad guy of the story either. So he just wanted to be a part of Fong Fong's world. And you know, once they start dating, they go to like, she actually, she was really, um, I, I would say she became more comfortable around him because before she was really shy and all of that. But when she started getting comfortable around him, she told him, like, she put him in his place. She told him, like, you can't be doing that. You can't be like going around threatening people and all that. So yeah, you should really um, at least watch it on YouTube, their story, you know, um, Fong Fong and Ling Yin Yang, uh, Accidentally in Love. But yeah, you should totally watch that. I love their story. And you know, Fong Fong really reminds me of that saying, you know, of like introverted people. If you're introverted, maybe you'll like, uh, you'll agree with what I'm saying, but I'm an introvert, you know, but I want to say I'm an introvert introvert because, uh, you know. So introverts, I feel like you're quiet around others and then they'll be like, why are you so quiet? And like, oh my gosh, you're so shy. But actually we're quiet because we're not comfortable around you. So that's why we're quiet. But once you get to, once we get to know you and feel comfortable, we'll like be so like annoyed. We'll tell you off. We'll, we'll be, we'll, we'll let our true selves out. You know, that's what I feel like introverted is because I'm an introvert, but my friend's when like after they get to know me they're like you're not an introvert and I'd be like yes I am I I'm not like I'm not this loud when I'm around everyone else you know it's only around you because I'm comfortable around you and so yeah basically yeah that's what Fong Fong reminds me of so now on to the main story so it all starts with Chen Ching Ching who's the heiress of a rich family so she was she it starts out with her arranged marriage who which she is running from because obviously who wants to have an arranged marriage well maybe like if it's part of your culture of culture i feel like it's fine if you meet the guy beforehand but if it's like a blind arranged marriage why would you want to get into a relationship with someone who you don't know so she was running away from that because she wanted to find love on her own terms and see to fong he is running away from his bodyguards because his father is once again marrying a younger woman. So his father's been mar married many times and he's tired of his father disrespecting his mother's memory. So obviously he would be running away from that. So Chen Ching Ching, her plan was to run away from her marriage and enroll into the university where her parents graduated from. Her parents actually died. And so she wanted to know, like she wants to know what, how they died, what actually happened to them. So she was actually living with her grandfather. 
So yeah, she was running away from that. So in order to run away from her bodyguards, you know, she completely changed her appearance. Like I said before, you know, she added freckles. She put glasses on. She sh- like she put a wig on. She shortened her hair. And her hairstyle is really funny. You know, her hair is all like frizzy before. Like before it was all like straight, you know, she had these bangs. Her hair was like all neat. She was all proper if you saw her. But, you know, she completely changed. You know, she changed her appearance. You know, it's like girls with makeup. When you wear makeup, you know, you completely feel like a bad bitch. You're like, oh my gosh, yes. Like, your, your attitude com- changes completely because of how you look. Maybe because when she was, when, you know, she lived with her grandfather, she was expected to act a certain way. So when she changed her appearance, she, she, she thought, oh, now I can blend in with the other people. I can be who I truly want to be. So I feel like changing her appearance, like 360, really, like, empowered her. So... Yeah, she was running away from her bodyguards when she ran into Si Fong in an alleyway, who he was dressed like a woman. He does a lot of cross-dressing. So she's like, wow, the city is completely different from where I live. Obviously, you know, I was like isolated from the world and I saw this guy in women's clothes. Um, I would be like, whoa, this is a completely different world, you know? And honestly, like our world has changed from what it was before. We're more open to more stuff, you know? She didn't even, she didn't judge him. She was just shocked you know like whoa but you know she saw her bodyguards running away like running away uh trying to catch her so she ran away towards Si Fong. you know she's like pretend to kiss me you know so you know obviously you know that's where it all starts obviously these these dramas you know they don't usually move this, this fast usually it takes like till 16 episodes till like the main leads are like holding hands or kissing or something like that you know but this drama actually was pretty fast because, you know, after her bodyguards, you know, ran right past them, you know, like, you know, uh, his bodyguard, bodyguards um, came searching for C2 Fong. So he he did the same thing to her. He's like pretending to kiss me, but they pushed him. And so, you know, they actually kissed. But obviously he didn't feel anything because her appearance isn't, you know, what you usually think of, you know, it didn't attract him. So, yeah, she lost her bag and everything. Um, so, it all ended up with him bringing Chen Ching Ching to his father's wedding and being like, yeah, this is my fiancé. But it, it was her, like, he it, obviously it was fake, fake fiancé. But his father was shocked. He was like, what are you doing? Like, obviously he ruined his day. But, like, his father was like, did, I think he didn't even care about his wedding. He cared more about Tu uh, Fong, apparently, going to marry this girl who he doesn't know who was dressed, dressed down, honestly. Because, you know, she had to change 360. So that's what happened. And so, yeah, the next day, she enrolls into the college, and she goes to her homeroom classroom, I would suppose. And guess who her des- her school deskmate is? Obviously, Situ Fong, the famous singer. So, Situ Fong's stage name is Your Highness. So, he's very, like, he has a very hostile re- relationship with his father, as we already know. And so, you know, they start off on the wrong foot. They're always fighting you know, and all of that, you know, um, there's obviously more that happens between them, but he, he dislikes her. She dislikes him because, you know, she used, he used her and, you know, so she's mad at him and I don't know why he's mad at her. Maybe because he thinks that she's just stalker that just, you know, wants to want something in return or, or something, but you know, she does Taekwondo. So she's very cunning. You know, she always like threatens to like fight him. You know, she's like, fight me. But, you know, her 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 roommate, 
is Fong Fong. And as we already know, Fong Fong is poor. So Chen Ching Ching finds this out. Like, so she she wants to help Fong Fong because Fong Fong is the first real friend that she actually has. So she considers her like her best friend. So in order to help Fong Fong, she she takes advantage of the situation of where she of like the situation she's in where she's sitting next to Si Tu Fong. And so she actually uses his his like her seat and like rents it out to other girls for price, you know, so they could sit next to him and all of that. And you know, he actually she actually tricks him into going to his own concert like that she created. She sold the tickets and everything, and you know, it was like, yeah, she tricked him into <laughs> singing at the concert. I don't remember how that happened, but she did. And she also, she, you know, she does more, but I don't really remember. But overall, her main, her main uh, source of income, I would say, was like her, her errand run. Uh, business where like she she takes orders from her classmates and she goes to like the cafeteria or the grocery store and she gets those types of foods and she brings it back you know so it saves students a lot of time you know because obviously some students would rather like keep talking to their friends and just have like it's like DoorDash you know or like you know stuff like that where you know she delivers food and so she she does that to help Fang Fang earn money, but she realizes that Fang Fang needs more money, which I don't remember why. Maybe something happened. I don't remember why she Fang Fang needs more money. I think it's something to do with her dad or something. Um, but yeah, she 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 realizes that she needs more more money. So what she does is so what she does is um, she finds a flyer for C T Fang's music video that they're looking for. A female lead to be in his music video so she decides oh i'm gonna try out you know um and at this point she's actually in really good terms with situ fong because you know how i mentioned before singers can't really eat certain stuff you know they're they're on specific diets well at least in asia and so he actually saw a chocolate i think in her desk so he keeps stealing them and she keeps wondering like where are these like where are these snacks going you know i know i bought them like where are they going and one time she caught him stealing it so you know she asks for favors in return and you know he tells her that he steals them because uh she can't he can't eat certain stuff so what she does is that you know, she, she starts feeling sorry for him because honestly, like, who wouldn't, you know, you find out that you can't eat certain stuff, you know, just because of your occupation. And, you know, he, he seems really like depressed about, about it too, because he really likes those chocolates. So she kind of like becomes his, like, his, I don't know, how would I say it? Because they're always together. Like people started like envying her and being thinking she was some kind of stalker and everything. So what his manager does is like, yeah, you can pretend to be his assistant. So you can always like, so there would be like a reason for you two to be together. And because she actually, she actually helps him in a lot of stuff. You know, she, there was actually a dating rumor because, you know, his fake fiance, she was his fake fiance, I would say. And so in order for him not to get like, you know, hate from his fans, his, his, um, his manager was like, okay, let's just say she's your assistant. And, you know, she, you know, she has to accompany you to different places. So there's this scene where he's shooting this music video or commercial or whatever, and he has to go into the water, but he has to go into it continuously. Cause you know, directors shoot multiple times to get the, the right shot, but he's afraid of the water. Remember? Cause, uh, 
because uh, Shinya's sister, you know, him in the car crash. So that he's afraid of water. So actually, Chen Ching Ching um, volunteers to do it. So that's where he he starts feeling like he he starts feeling some type of way towards her. I would say. And so, yeah, there's actually this scene where, you know, he's working out because, you know, he wants to eat more snacks. So she she's like, OK, if you want to eat more snacks, you're going to have to keep working out then. So, you know, he's working out, but she's motivating him with chips. He doing, he's doing sit ups and she's like literally like just like has a chip in her hand. It's like, OK, come up, you know, and she, at the same time, she's like bringing the chip up. And, you know, after he does one sit up, oh, you get one chip and stuff like that. And so, I won't, like, there's this one time where he gets really drunk and he goes to the girls' dorms and tells Ching Ching, he was like, I'm in love with you. I don't like you talking to all these other guys. Because, you know, she's really outgoing. She she talks to other guys. You know, she talks to Cece uh, Fong's friend, which I'm not going to name because, honestly, he's not really that important. But, you know, she honestly just talks to him because he's, like, the president of, like, student council. So, she wants information on her parents. So, that's why she's always, like, pestering him and, you know. You know, she, she's very talkative with everyone, not only guys. But he's like, yeah, I'm in love with you. And I don't like you talking with other guys. So she's just like, the next morning, she just pretended. She just pretended it never happened. But it was it was cute. And so, yeah. And so after that, you know, there's this competition for Miss Campus. Um, but before that, her grandpa finds her. So she doesn't know what to do. So she's fighting with her grandfather. Who's like, let me stay. I have to find out what happened to my parents. And he was like, absolutely not. You're coming home with me. So she sees the flyer for Miss Campus, which is a like a competition, like a pageant, I guess, for all the campus to like see who's the most beautiful girl on campus, I would say. And so she was like, okay, if I win this, will you let me stay? And he agrees to it because obviously... She doesn't look like what she looks before. You know, she has glasses, short, frizzy hair, weird hairstyle, you know, and all of that. So he was like, okay, yeah, sure. I'll let you do it. But like, you know, he he knows she's not going to win or that's what he thinks. So she gets ready for it. And there's this like this talent part. So what she does is she's going to play this. She wants to play this instrument, but she wants to add a piano. So she asks Situ Fong's friend, who's the president of the student council, if she can help, if he can help her. But Xinya, Xinya is actually pretty jealous of Xing Ching, obviously, because, you know, Xinya is the villain of the story. Um, Xing Ching is always around Situ Fong. You know, he always gets her attention, his attention. So Xinya is like jealous of her. So she tries to make Xing Ching's life as impossible as she can. So she tells Situ Fong's friend, best friend, she's like, you can't help her because you're a judge. So he ends up not helping her. But Situ Fong actually was uh, helping him, his best friend, you know, with the music and everything. So Situ Fong knows the the songs, the song that they were going to play at the talent show. So when she's up there, you know, she's doing a solo and everyone's whispering. It's like, oh, her, her, I don't know what the instrument is called, but they're like, this act is too simple. You know, they were saying how, how Shin Ya's act was way better. But obviously, Situ Fong comes and helps save the day. And in, in like, you know, during the pageant or the, the competition, she, Xing Xing um, tells everyone, because, you know, she knows everyone's shocked to see her competing for Miss Campus. Because obviously, you know, it's, you're supposed to be very beautiful and everything. And, you know, some people just don't understand how she can compete looking like how she does which I wouldn't say she's ugly but she is pretty average looking 
And so she tells them how it doesn't matter what she looks like. Because what matters is what's inside and how beautiful your heart is. And how, um, you know, the school judges on beauty standards of, you know, society and how that's just wrong. And how, you know, the beauty standards are just one way of looking at beauty. Yeah, sure, you can be pretty and all that. But if your heart is rotten and, you know, you're cruel, you're mean you know, you're all these bad things, and how could you be beautiful, you know, but if your heart is beautiful, you know, people will see the, like, will actually see you beautiful, like, it doesn't matter what you look like, because obviously, you know, you know that saying that they say, like, love is blind and everything, I don't know, I, I mean, I see it with, like, my friends, with my family, I see them as the most beautiful people on the planet because I know them. I know their heart. I mean, you can never truly know a person. You can know what a person is like. And so I know what they're like. They they have good hearts. And so to me, they're they're beautiful. And so that's what she's trying to convey, how physical appearance is just like one part of beauty. But like, actually, beauty is what's inside of you. How you, like your personality, you know, what you're like that that's what actually like that's what the definition of beauty is is what I'm trying to say I I don't know if this is getting across but you know that's how I see it and so yeah and actually in the end you know she loses but we find out that her grandfather rigged the votes you know I don't know if she wins because I think he rigged them before so maybe she she probably won you know looking how she does average looking but, you know, everyone probably voted her for her because, you know, she's like them. You know, she she's, I would say, average looking. But, you know, her heart is what spoke to them, not her appearance. And that that's that's beautiful, honestly. So, you know, even when she loses, you know, Shinya actually won. Shinya's getting the flowers and everything. But even then, Si Fong obviously is looking at Xing Xing, you know. She, she honestly doesn't even care that she lost, obviously, you know you know, she's probably gonna have to go home, but she, she looks for uh, Fong's approval, and he's just shaking his head, yes, like, I'm proud of what you did, you know, you're, you know, she, she exceeded everyone's expectations on the contest, but, you know, she, her grandfather doesn't let her leave, you know, he realizes that she's actually happy, um, where she is and she's actually starting to find herself because you know she starts struggling with her identity because she she realizes she's like who am i am i like this person like this who i am now like her average appearance is that her because when she's average she's outgoing she's funny she's talkative she's all these things but when she's in like her her proper um, you know, proper hair, proper dressing, you know, she, she's completely different. She has to act a certain way. She has to act proper, you know, educated and all that. You know, she starts wondering, who am I? Am I, am I outgoing? Am I funny? Am I, am I this person or am I the other? So that's what she's struggling with. And, you know, I feel like her grandfather sees it, her, her identity crisis. So he lets her stay. So coming back to the music video, Fang Fang needs money. So uh, Ching 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 sees that there's actually a cash prize. So she goes to to sign up for the music video, but she goes looking like Ching Ching. So like average looking. So she like, you know, they gave her a form, but they don't even like 
No, they don't even give her a form. They just say, write your number down and we'll call you. Meanwhile, there's other girls that are literally waiting outside to be interviewed. So she's like, what the heck? You know, obviously I would be mad, you know. There's these girls waiting to be interviewed, but they just send you off and be like, oh yeah, we'll call you. So she goes to change and she comes back as her proper self. And she introduces herself as Ching Chen. Or something. Yeah, Ching Chen. And, you know, they obviously they give her the form right away and they're like, okay, ma'am, sit down and we'll let you in, you know, for the interview. And all she does, literally, Shin Ya is also auditioning for this role for, for the female lead in his music video, Si Tifong's music video. And literally, uh, Ching Ching, or should I say Ching Chong now because, you know, Ching Chen, Ching Chong, Ching Chen, uh, uh, you know, she's proper, she's, she's beautiful, I would say, um, she she's just standing there because she doesn't know what to do she doesn't have any acting experience so when they're like okay act like if you know someone just broke up with you she doesn't know what to do so she takes out her phone and you know obviously the directors don't really like care for her acting skills they just care that she's pretty or that she's beautiful so they're like yes perfect you know you just broke up with your boyfriend and you know you're calling or you're texting i don't know someone so like you're hired so they hire her for the music video and so she stars in his music video, and they really like her. So I think they called her back for another music video. And but this time, uh, they have to they have to film, uh, you know, in another time. So yeah, she does that music video. She gets the cash prize, and so that's that. And then they they liked her. So yeah. Shinya ends up being Gaston and so yeah they're, they're actually like completely everyone just changed their gender or whatever you know it's it, it adds to the comedy part and so yeah and so that that's that and I feel like you know girls should not be afraid to be more like to be in touch with their I would say manly side because uh, you know, it's actually refreshing knowing that you're independent and can do things on your own instead of letting a guy do them for you. I, I'm pretty independent. My therapist always tells me, oh, you're wired like a man. And I'm like, what does that even mean? And he's like, well, you like to, you know, do things on your own. You like to think, I wouldn't say like, I don't even, I still don't know what he means by that, but I can see where he's coming from. I'm like a tomboy. So I like dressing in pants and, you know, Ching Ching does that too. And she's very independent. She's, she talks her mind. She knows how to handle herself, like handle other people. And, you know, she's, she's actually really admirable. She's a strong female lead, which, you know, adds to the, to the, to the, how do you say it? To the drama, you know, I actually don't like it when girls act like they're the victim, you know, she actually knows how to defend herself, knows how to, you know, speak up for herself, which I really like. So that's that. And so, um, yeah, I just wanted to touch on that. And so Ching Ching's grandpa, he actually finds out that Si Fong likes Ching Ching. So he wants to know if Si Fong is serious about his granddaughter, because I mean, you know, it's his granddaughter. So what he does is he he goes to the village where he used to live before. He used to be poor. And so he goes to his old house where there's no electricity anymore because, you know, it's obviously, like, broken down. 
and he actually used to work in the farms and the fields you know because in asia you know there's a lot of people who live on the countryside who still work in the fields and the farms and everything well he used to work in the fields so zita fong uh well ching ching goes back home and so zita fong goes after her i don't remember why she why she has to go uh oh yeah she goes back home because i think he's sick her grandfather and so zita fong goes after her to see if everything's all right and so she's like you're coming and obviously zita fong doesn't know who she is she he doesn't know that she's rich because she dresses average. Like she dresses with, you know, just jeans and, like, an old t-shirt or whatever. And so they have to make up this whole story. And she tells her grandfather. And her grandfather's like, I know the perfect place. So they take him to this, to his village where he, uh, her grandfather used to live. And, you know, he, he visits. And, you know, uh, Ching Ching has a friend who is from, you know, when she used to live in a rich life. And so her friend actually starts flirting with Si Fong. And it's like, yeah, you should, you know you should go out with me instead, you know, because her, Ching Ching's grandfather put Ching Ching's friend up to this, and her, Ching Ching's friend was like, yeah, you should go out with me, you know, I'm, I'm much better looking than Ching Ching, and you know, I'm a much better, like, match for you, and Si Tu Fong literally doesn't, doesn't tell this to Ching Ching, which I think, you know, he should probably tell her, because, you know, if you, you have fake, you have a fake friend, you should tell them, but obviously she, she's not a fake friend, she was just doing it because her grandfather, Ching Ching's grandfather told her to, but Si Tu Fong tells Ching Ching's friend, is like, if you're really her friend, why would you throw yourself at me, you know, you're literally being a fake friend right now, and he doesn't disrespectfully, like, he doesn't say it disrespectfully, he doesn't yell at her or anything, he tells her in a respectful manner, like, stay away from me, I only like Ching Ching, so that's really admirable about him, like, you know, that, that's just set the standard for guys, and so, yeah, and Ching Ching's grandfather realizes that Si Tu Fong actually likes his granddaughter, so that's all good, but, but, but after this, you know, I don't know when it happened exactly or how Si Tu Fong found out, but he found out that Ching Ching is in reality uh ching chen which is you know her proper self and that she's rich and everything so obviously he's hurt because you know he's realizes that he's been telling ching chen you know the one who he did the music video all about ching ching and he thinks that ching chen was laughing at him because you know she's actually ching ching so he thinks that she's been laughing at him and making fun of him when in reality ching ching or ching chen actually liked him back too you know but he thinks he was, you know, being used. He's being made fun of. He was hurt. Obviously, you find out that someone's not who they are, who they say they are. You're going to be hurt. But then he realizes, after help from his friends, obviously, excuse me, he realizes that he can be himself around her. And it doesn't matter who she is. Ching Chen, Ching Ching, you know, he's the person who he fell in love. She's the person who he fell in love with. And that... It doesn't matter what her appearance is. What matters is like what's inside, what he fell in love with. So they obviously reconcile. And so he asks her out and Ching Ching says, yes, but here comes the but. Shinya, you know how I told you she was going to be the villain in the story. She's always been in love with Situ Fong because when her sister died, Situ Fong told Shinya that he was always going to be there for Shinya. And Shinya took it like in a, another manner. She thought that Si Fong meant that he was going to marry her and, you know, obviously always be with her because, you know, she, Xinya likes Si Fong. So, you know, when she found out that Ching Ching and Si Fong were dating, she tried to commit suicide. So, um, she kind of blackmailed Si Fong into marrying her because, 
you know, she she brought up the fact that, you know, he was the reason why her sister died and that he said he was always going to be there to protect her. And, you know, he felt bad, obviously, and he didn't want Shinya to get hurt, you know, because of him. If Because, you know, people were telling him, well, not people, mostly Shinya's, like, you know, friends were telling him, or, yeah, one friend was telling him, you know, you already let one of the sisters die. You're going to really let the other one die, too. So she blackmailed him into marrying her. So Shinya and Titi Fong were going to get married. But, you know, he was dating Ching Ching, so, like... He didn't know what he was going to do. But, you know, he told Ching Ching he was going to marry Xinya. So when the when the wedding came, when it was the day of the wedding, they were in the church and everything. They were getting ready to say the I do's and everything. Chen Ching Ching, being classical Ching Ching, went in and objected, you know. Cause, but she went in like her usual self, her average self, you know. Because I feel like that's, she's more comfortable being like that, you know not having to act proper and everything being herself you know so she went in and she told him you are mine okay she literally told him you are mine okay and you know for his new new album there were like these vouchers for his fans where they could have like a handshake they could like shake his hand for five seconds and so ching ching literally being her extra self got as many as she could and then you know she collected them and she like they literally fell from like the little decoration curtain on top and there was a whole bunch of them and was like now i can hold your hand for as long as i want and then he was like i'm never letting you go so they obviously ran off and everything don't worry she didn't try to commit suicide she obviously was sad but you know there's this other character in the drama you know that has always liked shinya so he um got her back like he he got her back and like he, he helped he helped her uh, navigate through that, you know, through that sad moment in her life, you know, where the love of her life just rejected her and ran off with another woman. So Shinya is fine, honestly. And so, yeah. And so they were good. You know, everyone was happy. So then Xing Xing was like, you know what? There was this one day where she was like, I'm going to go all dressed up and doll- dolled up for school. So she went as, as a ching chen to school so she was in her proper self proper you know like fancy clothes proper hair you know straight straight in hair and so everyone all the guys were like whoa she's so pretty you know all the guys were staring they were like she's even prettier than miss campus which was Xinya. and so c2 fog did not like that all the girl all the girls all the guys were looking at his girl so he's like, I don't like you dressing like this. And then Xing Xing was like being herself. She was like, you know, she was like, you're just jealous because I look better than you. You know, I'm more cuter than you. And so he was like, no, that's not it. But, you know, it was funny. They're always bickering. And it's just it adds to the comedy of the drama. So in the end, Tzu Fong made a song for Ching Ching about their love. You know, how he fell, slowly fell in love with who she is. And, you know, he, he got this opportunity to go abroad to the U.S. to promote it. You know, but as he was leaving, he realized that he didn't want to leave Ching Ching. Because he, he already had done, they've already been through so much just to be together. So in the end, you know, he went back and everything was happy. Everything turned out good. You know, they ended up together and yeah, that's pretty much it. So this was the first drama that I ever watched and I literally got hooked. I, I actually watched it by accidentally. 
like accidentally, um, I was in front of the television looking through Netflix and my mom was like, go wash the dishes. And you know, my mom is strict. So she's like, go wash the dishes now. So I stood up and I went to go wash the dishes and I came back and accidentally love was on. So I was like, what is this? And you know, I got hooked because I was on the part where he, they were in the alleyway, they were kissing. He was like, he was a cross-dress, he was cross-dressing. So I was like, what is this? So that got, got me hooked. And after that drama, honestly, I started watching more dramas. And so this is what this podcast is going to be about. Just me storytelling these dramas of what like I took away from them and all of that and what I find interesting and whether you should watch them or not. And obviously, if I talk about it on my podcast, maybe it's a sign that maybe you should consider watching it. Just saying. But, you know, hopefully you like this episode. And if you can make any um, comments about this podcast in general or any dramas that you'd like me to watch and speak about, you know, you can always go to my Instagram, Worth Losing Sleepover. And yeah, just leave comments, DM me, you know. And I thank you for all you guys' support. Bye bye. So I'm not sure if they called her back for another music video or if this is this if this is the same music video. But you know, she ends up having to travel to some other place or whatever. And that's the same day where her class has like a field trip, like you know, like a class trip. So she's she's in big trouble you know obviously Zita Fong can leave to shoot the video you know while he goes on this trip but she has to switch from Chen Ching Ching uh, to Ching Chen which is you know the, her proper self so there's this part where they're they're stuck in uh like a little cave I feel like they, they got lost I don't remember what happened necessarily but she as uh Ching Chen as her proper self uh, tells Sita Fong that she likes him because you know she realizes at this point that she does like him but Sita Fong was like I'm sorry you're you you've turned into a really good friend of mine because he realized that he can also be himself when he talks to her you know like he 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 actually since he doesn't know Ching Chen and like I would say her proper self he he starts talking to her about Ching Ching uh, and so he tells her I actually like Ching Ching and so Chen, uh, Ching Chen, you know, being Ching Ching is like, he likes me, you know, her, but her Ching Ching self, her average self. So, you know, that happens, but she's happy that he likes her. So yeah, that happens. So going on, uh, you know, uh, she started in his music video and all that. And so, yeah, other things happen, but you know, I, I actually want to talk about the, the gender roles. So, actually, this drama is not like your typical, oh, yeah, the man is, like, a manly in the, like, the man in the relationship, you know? She's actually, like, very, she knows, her, she knows how to protect herself. She, uh, like I said before, she does taekwondo. So, yeah, she does that. And so, she, she likes to be the dominating person in the relationship, I would say. Because she tells you to fall off. She tells it how it is. She's like, you're being a jerk. Stop being a jerk, you know? like you know res- respect me <laughs> and so uh and he likes to cross dress a lot so he's actually very feminine because he's a singer so he has to have like be in touch with his feminine side to be like to be able to um uh how do you say it to be able to connect with his female fans so there's this point where she's sick you know and in order to see how she is you know he cross dresses in order to get into the girls dorm you know, and he gets in, and then she's like, why are you dressed like that? And, you know, it's just funny. And then another point was where when they found a cat, 
and they were playing basketball in the gym and it was like dark and they found a little kitten and then she was like i'll be the dad you'll be the mom and he's like how come you get to be the dad and then she was like because i'm the more uh domineering one and so that's pretty funny and another one is where they're they actually signed up to do a play and he actually uh gets the role of being beauty si Fong is beauty and beauty and the beast and she's actually the beast 